Hey, I'm John from Two Dud Dads. Quick question, how much does it cost to get someone to look after your kids for an hour? Oh, and does it matter how many kids I'm dropping off there? Because there's my two, Josh and Gracie, and Boogie's little girl, Emilia. Anyway, bear it in mind when you listen to the show, and when you realise we're not responsible enough to be around our own children, you'll feel you want to make a donation to that cause. I'll leave it with you. Thanks. Oh, and enjoy the show. Two dud dads discuss daughters being understanding, sharing parental responsibility, conception. Hello and welcome to episode two of Two Dud Dads, a how to be dad podcast hosted by a couple of blokes who aren't very good at being dads either. I'm Boogie. And I'm John Ellis. Uh, you might have heard us over the years on, on various radio stations around Scotland, and that's how we came to be mates, working with each other. Boogs is actually godfather to my eldest son, Josh. I've got Gracie as well. Uh, and Boogie's got Amelia, who I'm not godfather to, because he got off me by that point, uh, and he's a filthy heathen. This show is a How To Be Dad podcast, and we've got help. The dude dads are coming later. Okay, yeah, they're like the elite forces of dad experts, a bit like the A-team of the dad world. That's right, and and that reminds me, I made them something, listen to this. Eight years ago, a Glasgow-based DJ wore a delighted look as he and his wife welcomed twin girls into the world. Today, that look of delight has been replaced by elements of fear, exhaustion, astonishment, despair, and most often love, as he juggles life with twin girls and a boy. He's here to help you. He is Gary Spence, one of our dude dads. Well, that's that's very good, but you can't make one for one and not the other. Aha! Uh-huh. 23 years ago, an Edinburgh couple welcomed their firstborn, a son, followed four years later by another child of a different flavor. Those children, now adults, have probably escaped and are presently located elsewhere in the world. This man's experience as a father could be crucial to your own survival. If you can find him, and if he can stop sobbing long enough, maybe you can hire Grant Stott, one of our dude dads. Also, because we know what you did in lockdown, uh, our women's health specialist, Andula Bex, has loads of pregnancy advice. Hi, I'm Amelia, and you're listening to my daddy on Two Dad Dads. So now we're at the stage where, where mum is, is, you know, a few weeks gone and, you know, maybe the morning sickness stage and getting ready to go for the scans and, 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 and announce to your friends and family what's going to happen. So there's a, there's a lot going on. So what, what's happening with mum right now that dad needs to know? Her body is changing and her hormones will be all over the place just as her body starts to adjust to to try and become aware of what's happening with the baby because the baby will be changing all of the hormone needs of the mum. So there's a very big hormone that goes up as the baby is taking hold and that is what will cause morning sickness. And quite often you'll find that a very good, strong pregnancy will cause really bad morning sickness. The baby is starting to grow. It's only a few millimetres and it's every day it's getting lots of different things like the the heart starts beating around the eight-week mark. So that's around the time that you get your scan. So that's kind of a fun stage. Yeah. Is, is morning sickness, I mean, I know it's not, it's not going to be pleasant, is it, for mum, but is there something to be worried about? I mean, you know, is it, if it's really bad, that's a, mm-hmm. a bad thing? Or if it's yes. not very bad, that's a bad thing? I mean, what? How's no, that no, it, 
And um, so if it's not very bad, that's not necessarily a bad thing at all. Um, it's just everybody's very different. Severe kind of vomiting, the kind that Princess Catherine had, hers is a hospitalisation and that's because you become severely dehydrated. You can't keep anything down and it's very, very dangerous for, for mum and bub and that needs to be hospitalised. But the, for the majority of women, they just get super nauseous. And the big reason for that and the, and the best way to try and help yourself is you shouldn't overfill and you shouldn't underfill your belly. So um, it comes a lot. There's a, I'm an acupuncturist. There's a kind of Chinese medicine sort of thing about what's going on with the baby that we kind of look at it in, in the baby being a little bit more like phlegm. So it's kind of adjusting the, the, the needs of the mum and she will become a little bit phlegmier, which causes um, some of the nausea. But if you can move towards not overfilling, not underfilling. So having that fistful of food every couple of hours, you usually find that that is really helpful. And also sleep. So the baby draws on all of your energy and you need more sleep. So if you can build in a nana nap or some mindfulness during the day, even if it's like a five, 10 minutes, it can make a big difference to your because morning sickness is usually in the afternoon, um, so it can make a real difference to the afternoon. Just to be confusing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and not always uh, just for the for the first part. It varies. It can go on for for quite some time, or or just the first few weeks. Yeah, it can go on for like two weeks. Um, it would be sort of sometimes a couple of days. Um, some people um, have it for the entirety of their pregnancy. Yep. So, and um, they lose a lot of weight and they have a very miserable experience. Uh, I always recommend if you've got an uh, extended period of um, morning sickness to, and, and it's not the, uh, the more dangerous kind to go and get some acupuncture because acupuncture can really settle it down. A lot of um, nausea can come from mental um, sort of um, an, an unease, let's go with. So if you're not quite sure about the baby or if you're really scared or something like that can, can actually find that it gets worse. All right. So listen, that's, that's mum. What, what should dad do here? Uh, how can, what's the best thing to do? Is it stay out the way, give plenty of space, uh, let mum sleep, um, do everything around the house? What, I mean, what, what's, what would you say is the best thing? I think that there's a few things that the dad can do. First is understanding. Secondly is, is just talking. Like, how are they feeling? What would they like? In a, in a non-judgmental sort of helpful kind of way, allow her to sleep or be quiet. Certainly if you can take a few of the um, kitchen duties, one of the things that happens in pregnancy and it can start from the very second that you fall pregnant until the very second that you deliver that baby is you become hypersensitive for smells. So things that you used to be able to eat. Yeah, my wife did. Yeah, things that you used to be able to eat, you can no longer eat. Um, things that you couldn't stand before, you absolutely need to have. So taking over some of the kitchen duties would be really handy at this point. And if they've got other babies, take the babies and don't allow the mum to get overly tired. Okay. Um, uh, Books, can I just check, you know, when you said that Amy was, uh, was really sensitive to smells? Yeah. Were you, was it, was it your fault? Were you responsible for nearly all of those smells? All the smells. All, all the smells. You smell them from the next room. I mean, I've yeah. got a little room where I have yeah. my TV and she would say, she's like, oh, come on. I was like, I didn't even notice I'd done it myself. You know, <laughs> I 20, don't know about- 20 feet away. 
<laughs> just open a bag of peanuts. Uh, listen, Bex is back next episode. We're going to look at things like cravings and mood swings and kicks and lumps and bumps, and we'll explain more then. Lads, when it comes to mood swings, all we need to be thinking about at this stage is where to build our panic room. Two dud dads. How much am I paid? So, time for the dude dads to help us out with our dilemma. Um, so, it's Grant Stott and Gary Spence. Uh, household names, uh, but not stars in their own home, as everybody knows uh, the kids see to that. Now, um, there, there's a, a dilemma which has been sent in. This has been sent in from Dylan from Aberdeen, and uh, he's got a wee boy called Gregor. Um, and Dylan is the coach of uh, Gregor's football team at the school, uh, which has just started up again after coronavirus restrictions were, were all relaxed. Um, so his dad dilemma is to do with the other dads um, of the other kids in the team. So um, Dylan gives all the kids the instructions, but when the game gets underway, all the other dads are shouting in and shouting instructions from the sidelines and the kids are totally confused. He wants to know what he should do um, how do I get the other dads to shut up is basically how he ended the email. So uh, let's talk to somebody who really knows about football, first of all. Gary Spence. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you'll be lucky if I keep this to 15 minutes here. I'll try not to overanalyze. <laughs> so, it's funny. I can actually picture the other dads, and I'm all I'm picturing, a bit of a Frank, Frank Pilkington thing here. I'm just picturing black Adidas Sambas. Right? <laughs> That was always the trainer of the head case that showed, kick the f***ing ball! <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just going to have to shout louder. Um, or I, the, the other the other bit of advice that wouldn't be mine is to try and reason with them. But ultimately, you're dealing with mad football dads. You know, you, you'd, be, you'd be more dangerous to take on uh, dance mums. Only that, though. So just... Uh, <laughs> As I, as I found yeah. the twins, it's about it's about picking your battles. So, and also, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're going to lose some games terribly. You, at least you can blame them. Do you know what I mean? Mixed messaging, all that. You've done your. Bit. As somebody who's used to watching um, a lot of youngsters running about like headless chickens in the park, working as you do at Hibs, Grant. Um, <laughs> what, what, what would your advice be? Well, my my first advice to any father who's potentially going to accept the role as a coach of his son and uh, his friends immediately put the tracksuit down walk away from the stambas don't do it it will never end well it will always end in tears usually yours and uh, it will it will always end in disaster not a great thing for dads to get involved in the coaching i've had pals who've done it and they lose they lose sleep they lose hair they lose patience they lose credibility they, have, you know, <laughs> they inevitably have to drop their own son at some point for the game and that ends up in a domestic at home and then you know because there's another player that's and also no not no, Denny, do it. Sam played football all through primary school. Well, when he played football, he went every Saturday so he could hang out with his mates and he, and he stuck about and go. He then found basketball, which was which was brilliant for him. But uh, I used to take him down to the Meadows on a Saturday morning and um, and oh, I would just stand there and play that with, with the dads, but never did I ever think of coaching. And the one time I... I didn't even get involved. Remember, and I talked about this on the radio because on the at the end of primary seven, there was a dads v lads match at the meadows where all the dads got kitted out and we were taking on the the boys who were 12 years old at this point and there was that moment and i did i discussed it really went should we should we go all out and try to win this game because you know there's still an element of pride here you know we don't we don't want to just sort of go oh you know anyway the runners ragged but what my, my abiding memory of that was one of the boys 
mums was a footballer and she was brilliant right and she was she was running rings around all of us and all she did for the entire game was shout abuse at me stay <laughs> what are you doing over there get the ball catch it run back for i just kept finding instructions i was dreadful and uh, of course you know and all, all the other kids were uh, taking the piss out of me as well because <laughs> maxie's mum was taking the piss out of sam's dad and uh, it was it was it was it was humiliating it was a disaster and just gentlemen step back enjoy the game don't get involved so we're giving advice to to dylan and the advice is quit that's Dylan, yes. hand in the coach, hand in the coaching bag, hand in the tracksuit. Get some other muppet to do it because you are you're only going to end up upsetting either somebody yourself. You'll probably shout at the wife when you get home because you've had a bad day, and it'll end up in a domestic. Don't do it. Don't do the coaching. Run, run, run. Yeah. None of right. this. Uh, you know, aim high, persevere. No, quit. <laughs> and this is coming from a guy who's standing on the side of the pitch at seven foot four who didn't want the abuse so you know if grant stops you it's not going to be worth the hassle then I'm, there you like, go. I'm like i'm like bambi on ice when i'm on a football pitch i'm legs arms and no coordination at all just just a big idiot running up and down the park it's not it's not good there you go. It's not the answer I thought we'd get. But they are our two dads, and they're here every show this season dispensing dad advice. Dylan, quit. Uh, if you need their help, get in touch. Search Two Dud Dads on Facebook or Twitter, or get us at Two Dud Dads. Oh, listen, yeah, guys, oh, guys yeah, before yeah. you go, I, I thought as this is our, our first sort of moment together, and, yeah. uh, you know, I've, I've embarrassed my kids for, for many years, but I've got a fine line in dad jokes, which, uh, as you can imagine, my dad, my kids love. So I thought I would bring one to the party uh, and share it with you. So if you... Yeah, is that right? oh, I mean, I love, we... I love a joke, yes. yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. No, we're just finishing this one up just now, though, Grant. We'll maybe do it next time. Oh, it's, oh, well, it's, it's a good joke. It's funny. I'm, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's great, but... We'll, yeah, uh, yeah, we, we've got to move on. Thanks Next for week. being there, Gary and Grant. Two dud dads. This is child labour. Thank you so much for checking us out on Two Dud Dads. Next week, Bex takes us through the early stages of pregnancy that feature all the good stuff. You know, the morning sickness and the cravings and the mood swings. Oh, can I wait for that again? And the dude dads tackle an especially difficult dilemma on the boundaries for boyfriends. Uh, remember, if you enjoyed this nonsense, please tell a pal, rate and review us on Apple or whatever you get your podcasts and subscribe. And that way will automatically appear for you next week as well and the week after that and the week after that, just like magic. Uh, and please be our pal as well. You'll find Two Dud Dads on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, as well as online at twoduddads.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. 